Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Each day we'll look at a text from the weekly readings from the Westgate Church Bulletin. We will look at background material and also application of the text. So once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Our reading today comes from Romans chapter 12, verses 3 through 8. This entire week we're talking about being thankful, specifically being thankful for the gifts that God has given us. In today's passage in Romans 12, uh, Paul talks about the gifts that God gives the church. Just as we saw in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, there's this concept of the church being one, but there are many gifts. There's a diversity of gifts given to the members of the church so the church can be equipped and grow up to be like Christ. Now, last time we talked about the three different categories that some people put all these gifts into. There are five passages in the New Testament that talk about the different gifts that God gives us. And this is one of those passages. And some scholars and people that study a lot about spiritual gifts have broken them up into three categories. And it goes something like this. There are the manifestation gifts. These will be found in the early parts of 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Those are the gifts that some would say would be the supernatural gifts. Things like speaking in tongues, having supernatural knowledge, and being able to interpret tongues and, and being able to heal people. Many people that have looked at Scripture would say these are these are like scaffolding for the early church. That when the church was in its infant stage, you would have these supernatural gifts that would manifest themselves. So think of water running through the pipe. The Holy Spirit would be the water, and the person would be the conduit. They didn't really control these gifts. They would come upon them, and they would manifest themselves. So that's why it's called manifestation gifts. Then there are the gifts of ministry. This is typically found in Ephesians chapter 4. And, and of course, these are not watertight categories by any stretch of the imagination. But in Ephesians 4, you have these gifts listed out like apostles and shepherds and, and ministers, teachers, evangelists. These are the people that are equipping the flock. So these gifts are, are really focusing on equipping the flock, equipping the members to grow up, to become like Christ, to mature. In our passage today, we have what's called the motivational gifts. And a lot of people say these are the gifts that all the members have. Now, there's one gift in a minute I'll talk to you about that it is debated about if this gift is still around today in the church. And, and really good, serious-minded preachers and teachers disagree about one gift in particular. So I'll, I'll tell you about that in just a minute after we read the passage. But I just want to give you a little bit of background information before we get to Romans 12. Uh, the book of Romans is a wonderful book. It's a beautiful book. Early in the book, it talks a lot about our justification that we have in Jesus Christ. It talks about faith. It talks about what Christ has done for us. Uh, it's this majestic picture of, of salvation in the gospel. And now in chapter 12, in this part of Romans, we're getting to the application. You know, what does this look like in the church community? And so Paul's going to touch on this idea of the unity of the church, but also the giftedness that we find in the church. So I'm going to read today. Romans 12, once again, six through or 3 through 8. This is the English Standard Version. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to, th ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members of one another having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Let us use them. If prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, 
the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. If you notice, there are seven gifts that are laid out here, according to the Apostle Paul. The first one is the one that's a little bit controversial. It's the one of prophecy. Now, prophecy is, is foretelling. It's actually telling the future that is true. But it's also forthtelling. It's telling of God's truth. So some would say prophecy would be this gift, of course, to foretell the future, but also a message from God. Now, some debate this, and some say, well, prophecy is actually this inerrant, infallible gift where uh, people had this gift of prophecy in the early church, and when God gave them this message, it was always going to be right. And some would say that prophecy is more like perception. It's perceiving God's will, knowing God's will, having this burning conviction to do what is right. So there's two different camps, and some would say, well, this is still around today. And some would say, no, it passed away uh, in the first century, kind of like that scaffolding that helped get the church in its place. So, like I said, good, res respectable Bible scholars on both sides say uh, that, you know, they are still around, prophecy still here. Some say it's not. Now, I think there is something, too, that there is a gift given to people of what I would call perception, uh, that people perceive what is right. You've met these people before. They have a real... Uh, innate sense of knowing what's right from wrong. They have a real strong conviction. They will stand their ground on what they think is, is right and what is wrong. And I think those people do have a gift and the church needs those people. So I would say that that, that is a definite possibility. There are people with a gift of perception. There, But according to Paul, there's people that have the gift of service. And I think that's that's true in the church. There are people that, that are just doers. There are people that are teachers. There are people that have the talent to teach, and there's people that don't have the talent to teach. And the church needs these people that are teachers, that they can look at God's Word. They have an insatiable desire to learn and research Scripture. Then there's this other group of people that exhort. They have the gift of exhortation and encouragement. They're the people that you love to be around. They're always going to have a an encouraging word for you. They, they sense when people are down. They know what to say at the right time. They just have this gift. Then there's the gift of contribution or giving. There are people, let's just be honest, God has gifted, gifted them with, with great financial gain. Uh, they have money and they have means. They have extra money. Maybe they have extra time too. And, and these people can give large sums of money, money. They can help with ministries in the church that others can't. They can give to those who are needy. So there are people that have this gift of contribution there good with money. They know how to manage money and they know how to use it to God's glory. And then there are the people that have the gift of leadership. Someone called this the gift of administration. You know, they can organize. There are people that you meet in your church that they're the organizers. They can put an event together. They can get everybody in the right place and they just know how to do that. They have a knack for that. Then there are people that have the gift of mercy. They have compassion for others. Uh, they feel a, a burning desire to help those that are struggling. They're the ones that are going to notice when someone has been left out of an activity. They're the ones that are going to notice that maybe the church is neglecting the poor and the needy. They're going to have a burden for those kinds of things. So once again, there's seven gifts here. And I would just say, you know, I think there is this idea there. People with perception, they perceive right from wrong and they, are, they stand their ground about it. There are people that are servers. They like to serve and do. 
There are people that can teach. There are people that can exhort and they can encourage. There are people that, that contribute and give. There are those that lead and have administrative skills. And there are people that have mercy. And you can have more than one of those, I'm, I'm sure, more than one of these gifts. But I think these are the normal gifts that you see in a church setting in particular. Of course, we have people that God's gifted us with uh, that are equipping the flock, those people that are shepherds of the flock, uh, those that, that walk among us, and, and we recognize their shepherding uh, ability, and they become the elders of, of churches and shepherds of churches or pastors of churches. And you have those that are evangelists that can proclaim God's word and those that can teach and equip the flock. But you also have a lot of people that, that want to serve, people that want to exhort, people that can contribute, people that can lead, people that have mercy. And so God takes all these wonderful gifts and puts them together so that the church can serve one another. And 1 Peter 4 it tells us these gifts are given for the benefit of the church, for other people, so we can grow up in the image of Jesus Christ. So today... I'm going to finish with a reading. I'm, I'm going to skip down. Uh, I'm going to go on down to verse 6 of Romans chapter 12 and get back to these gifts again and reread this passage as we close out today's podcast. Once again, Romans 12, 6 through 8. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. If prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Well, I hope today's podcast has helped you as you're thinking through this issue of giftedness and God's gifts to the church. And I hope to see you again tomorrow as we explore this same issue once again on tomorrow's podcast. Hope you have a great day today.